In this episode, I'd like to tackle a very simple question. Who is the hero of your story? Let's talk about it. So hello everybody and welcome back to Grace Nerd. My name is Eric if you're new to the channel. If you enjoy conversation about the Christian life or Christian theology or commentary on culture from a Christian worldview, then make sure that you go ahead and hit that subscribe button and hit the notification bell so that you know when new uploads happen. And if you enjoy the video, then make sure that you hit the like button. Or if you've discovered the podcast in audio form, then make sure that you go ahead and follow wherever you are. If you care to support my work, either here or on my gaming channel, then make sure that you check out my subscribe star page in the description. You'll find my social media down there as well. So like I mentioned, I want to ask the question in this episode, and it's probably going to be a very short episode. Who is the hero of your story? What I've found to be the case is that I think that every single person by default sees themselves as the hero of their own story. This makes some sense automatically because we all basically live within our own heads. We know ourselves, or at least we think we know ourselves, better than we know anyone else. We know our motives better than anyone else does. We know the reasons why we do what we do. We know our life stories and all of the things that led up to who we are today and the reasons for what we do today. We know what what our priorities are. We know what our ultimate goals are. We know what we're truly passionate about and what drives our decision making. And so I've found that this basic reality can lead to one of two things. One, it can cause us, like I said, to see ourselves like heroes, and it can cause us to see almost every decision we make as heroic in its own context. At its most extreme, this can cause us to justify pretty much everything we do, even if it's objectively wrong. Of course, we do this because we know why we're doing what we're doing. We know what drove those decisions, and we know how we felt at the time, and we know how we explained our decisions to ourselves. Ultimately, this can cause us to think that all of our motives and our reasoning is infallible, because we see the reasons for everything we do, if we just take the time to think about it for a little while. But on the other side of this, I think that some people can become disillusioned with this vision of themselves. We can begin to see at least a glimpse of the error that we've fallen into in this regard. We can suddenly realize that, no, we're actually not heroes. And this can be a crushing reality. But because this can be so crushing, I think for a lot of people who get a glimpse of this, this feeling doesn't last very long. We can't live under this crushing weight of guilt for a very long time. And so we end up turning back and re-justifying our decisions and reframing everything again to put ourselves in that position of being the hero of our own story. So just ask yourself, how many conflicts has this caused in the lives of various people? How many conflicts do you think this has caused in your own own life in the environments that you live in? How many conflicts has this caused, for instance, in your work life, in the office, or with family members, or with friends? How many times have we been slighted by a work relationship by someone who we feel wronged us, and we look at the situation, and we understand our decision-making in that process, but we don't understand their decision-making? We obviously understand why we're reacting the way we are. We obviously understand why we did what we did in the situation, but we don't understand why they did what they did. And therefore, it's much easier to see another person's decision-making as potentially wrong or evil. It can be a huge reality check in our lives when we realize that every single one of the people involved in each of these situations is the hero of their own story. And we can react to this realization in different ways. I think it's a basic part of maturing in life to realize that each and every person has their own story, has their own motivations, has their own minds. And I think for a lot of people, when they realize this reality, it 
can cause them to slingshot in a different direction. We realize that there really are no people in the world who are sitting around twisting their mustache celebrating how evil they are. Again, because everyone has their own story, they all think that they have reasons that led up to where they are now. They all have reasons for reacting to situations they encountered the way that they do. And when we realize this, we can be tempted to give in to the idea that maybe there really is no such thing as evil at all. I think one interesting example that caused me to think about this quite a bit is what was my favorite show growing up, Lost. Maybe you used to watch it yourself. If you know about that show, you know that it explores the different lives of the different characters in each different episode. An episode begins to focus down on one character that you thought you understood, but then it shows flashbacks to their lives. So for instance, there's this one redneck character who comes from, I think it was Texas, and he turns out to be basically a con artist, and you find out the way that he manipulates the different people on the island. You see how angry and bitter and mean he can be. You can see the way that he takes advantage of others. But then eventually he has his own episode, and you see his backstory, and you see the troubled life that he went through that led to the way that he is in the present day. And the show is really well-directed and well-written, and it's done in such a way that you really sympathize with him by the end of his specific episode. And it makes you wonder, wow, were all these decisions he made, were they justified or weren't they? Is he justified in the way that he lives his life or is he evil? How do we know? And this ends up being done with even the main villains in the show. Eventually there's a character that comes in and he basically terrorizes many members of the cast. You basically hate him after a couple of seasons, but then sure enough, toward the later seasons in the show, you begin to dig deeper and deeper into his history, the relationship he had with his father and various things like this. And again, you can't help but begin to sympathize with him. Now, eventually I will say the show does basically come down and show what good and evil is to some extent, but the complexity makes the show very interesting in this way. Now for the Christian, I think that ultimately what this train of thought needs to cause us to realize is that we cannot split up the world very simply between those who are good and those who are evil. From the Christian perspective, all human beings are fallen and therefore evil. Jesus at one point says, you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children. He didn't soften his words when it came to the nature of our sin. We may in a limited sense do good things in our human relationships, but our motives are always going to be tainted to some extent and our actions may actually even be more evil than we even realized, even when we thought they were good. Again, the world is not split between those who are good and those who are evil. There are those who are evil, and then there are those who realize they're evil and turn to the only one who can save them from their evil, that being Christ. And so for the Christian, the solution to this is to take ourselves out of the driver's seat and stop seeing ourselves as the hero of our own story. Christ needs to be the hero of our story. This allows us to step outside of this dilemma altogether. When we look at Christ and we see what he did for us, taking the wrath of God on himself and fulfilling the law for us and taking the penalty of the law for us, we can then look at ourselves and be honest and realize we're not heroes, but we can avoid being crushed by this reality. We can experience Christ's forgiveness and then we can turn again and do things that are good, but we can do them while avoiding pride while we do them or avoiding doing them out of fear. We can actually do them out of love and out of thankfulness for what Christ has done, and we can make these decisions out of pure motives, motives actually coming from love. And then when we see the reality of the world this clearly, we can look at other people 
in a more accurate way and in a more humble way. We don't have to make excuses for everyone's decision because we know the nature of human beings. We can look at the evil or imperfect actions of others and we can see them for what they are and we can make righteous judgments about them, but we can do that without being quote-unquote judgmental or condemning. We can leave those ultimate final judgments to Christ. And we can look at other people with sympathy knowing that, but by the grace of God, we could do all those same things. So again, putting Christ at the center, making Christ the center of our story, Christ the hero of our story, it brings us balance in all of these dilemmas. And so those are my thoughts. Uh, They were brief this week. I hope you found them helpful. Again, my name is Eric and this is Grace Nerd. Leave a like if you enjoyed the video. Subscribe if you're new to the channel and hit that notification bell so that you know when new uploads happen. Or again, if you discovered the podcast in audio form, make sure that you follow wherever you are. If you'd like to support me, either here or on my gaming channel, check out my subscribe star page in the description, along with my socials. And also, stay tuned in the coming weeks. Uh, I've been talking to a friend of mine, and it looks like we're going to begin what's going to be more of an audio podcast format, where we converse about these things together, and we'll sort of split the show into different segments, and it's most likely going to be done live, and then it'll be split into clips so that you can get more bite-sized pieces of it. So that'll hopefully be something that's integrated into the scheduled programming here, and so So again, subscribe, leave a like, hit the notification bell, and you'll know when all those things happen. So thank you so much for stopping by, and we'll see you around next time.